hearts yeah. and open our eyes. We uh, receive this word today and give us your wisdom and discernment in the name of Jesus. All right. Um, all right. Look, now we finished. The, we did. We didn't study. Everybody, we didn't study and did some research on this one. I'm excited uh, um, on this one. I'm glad uh, um, God used Miss Sharon to, to put this on our plate. Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about divorce and is it a sin and 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 what thus says the Lord and what the Bible says. So what we're gonna do, Alana? Mm. Excuse me, we're going to get into our little groups for a few moments. What is it, 606? So we'll come back at 617. So in your groups, what I Hold want on, you to Hold on, let me switch to the computer. Okay, go ahead. Let me go get my computer. Hold on. In your groups, what I want, what we're going to discuss is, um, do you believe sin is a divorce? But also, why do people want divorces? Why do people seek divorces? What is what is the the the, the rate of divorce in this so-called greatest country in the world is through the roof? What's going on? Why is that? And is divorce a sin? So those are the two those are the two things we're gonna talk about for a few minutes, and then we're gonna come back, and I'm. We're going to go around in circles because I got some folks on here that got some biblical, some biblical scriptures that I, will, I think everybody needs to hear on here. And then we're going to get into this. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get deep into what the Bible says about um, divorce, because I know the Catholics are very, very, very stern about divorces. Woo, the Protestants, Protestants, very disturbing. Okay. They're not letting nobody do that. So um, we don't see what God says, though, because the answer is in the Bible. The answer is in the, is in the Bible. I, I, God led me. He guided me. And, 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 and I know he blessed some of y'all with some scriptures as well. So as soon as Miss Alana come back, we're going to go into our little groups. We're going to talk about what you believe or what thus says the Lord as far as the divorce of sin. But more importantly, why why is why is divorce rapidly exploding in this country what's 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 going on you got people divorcing all over the country uh, um, why is that where is that coming from what is the what is the reason for that so we're gonna wait for the beautiful alana and then we're gonna go ahead and come back together as people of god and do what and 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 and, and you know this is what god wants us to do god wants us to gather and to break down his word with each other so that we can be better people of God. And so this is a blessing. Uh, I'm on here. All right, baby girl. I'm here. Okay, I'm gonna start breaking you up. We'll come back, Alana, at 620. Okay. okay. All right.
Who's in here with me? This is Sister Pat. Anybody? Sister Pat, you here with me still? She's gone. She's not with you no more. Okay, cool. Did you want me to do move Shayla yep, or Jeffrey yep. Dahmer to a room? Well, I'm I'm Jeffrey Dahmer, so go okay, go ahead. Okay, so leave. move the Shayla. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can get rid of everybody else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> everybody else is done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That that'll work. Um, let me see here. Um, Lana, are you able to call Auntie Sheila, my lovely mother, and tell them to get their booties on? That, that minister. Okay. okay. Thank I'll you. Call them right now. Okay. Is anyone here with me? Me, Alana. <laughs> Alana, who who is Dar? That's my brother. Oh, okay. Well, welcome, young man. He's in a group. I moved him to the group already. <laughs> cool. Okay, cool. So did they answer? Either one of yeah. them? Yeah, yeah, she did. Auntie Sheila did. She said she just made it home. 
Okay, cool. I'm sending cool, her the cool. link link now. She said she'll get on when she gets settled. That, that'll work. She 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 out pretty late. What's going on with her? I'm about to check her. What's going on? <laughs> what money, what money got going on? <laughs> All right. Uh, cool, cool, cool. All I'm right, gonna, we'll do. We'll I'm give him a few more minutes. Now. Okay, cool. Okay. Your mama says she's going to get on too right now. Anyone else on here? Uh, yes, I am. Oh. Alana, uh, send, send my beautiful mother to a room. <laughs> to a room? Yes, to a room. <laughs> You'll be back in a few minutes, mama. We're going to put you, we, we separate everybody to a little group so they can talk first and then we come oh, together. Okay. Okay. 
All right, let's bring everybody back. We in the main group now? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you get to deal with me now. Yeah. <laughs> get to deal with get to deal with my crazy, but here we go now. I hope y'all sitting down. If you got pencil and paper, please take some notes. 
This is gonna be the probably one of the only times we go through this. Please make sure you got ice because we're gonna step on some toes today. So put some ice on your feet. Mm, 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 mm. Got it. Now she I got her eyes. I wear steel toe shoes. So then wear the steel. Okay, because okay, because we about to step on some feet. We about to step on some feet. Uh, uh, there's gonna be some things that that really uh, make you mad at, at 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 the church you used to go to. Uh, and so when you see some of those people, I don't want you to cuss them out or tell them to go to hell. I just want you to say I'm praying for you. And we go mm. from there. There's All right. Some, there are some things in the Bible that we are not taught. Mm. <laughs> and it and it sets us up badly. <laughs> so so we're gonna go through this. Oh yeah. I've been waiting. Oh yeah. This mm. Mm -mm -mm. Mm. glory. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And then see, and then then when you take notes, you can God can use you to educate other people because you're gonna run into some folks who don't know whether divorce is a sin or not. You have a lot of people who are scared to divorce because they believe it is sin and it's gonna condemn them to hell. And so on and so forth. So um, when you when you got your notes and you study over it, God can then use you to be a blessing to somebody else. Lana, let me know when everybody back and we're gonna go ahead and get rocking. Okay, I'm checking now. Sister Pat? Yeah. Uh, uh, you in, Sister Pat? Huh? Oh, you in. Okay. I guess I got everybody. Amen. Okay. So our, our, our scripture, again, we give God praise, glory, and honor. Our scripture is Matthew 9 and 9. I'm sorry, Matthew 19 and 9. And it says, and I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality and marries another, commits adultery. That is, that's what the scripture says. Now, I want you to take note. Take note of this. Note that Jesus does not say this is the only reason for divorce. Let that sink in. Mm. Now, I'm going to say that again. He says, and I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, except for uh, sexual immorality and marries another, commits adultery. 
but that's not the only reason for divorce. The script, the Bible gives us other reasons for divorce. We just got to look for them because it, it's a heck of a, a lot of reading I had to do. <laughs> a lot of reading. Um, Sister Pat, you, 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 you had some, some scriptures and different things that uh, I wanted you to share. If you don't mind sharing before I open my big mouth. Well, I, I first one of the first ones I found was Malachi two sixteen, and it says, "For I hate divorce," says the Lord, the God of Israel. Israel, to divorce your wife is to overwhelm her with cruelty, says the Lord. Says the Lord of heaven, of, says the Lord of the heaven army. So guard your heart. Do not be unfaithful to your wife. That was that was Malachi. He's he's kind of letting them know he hated, but he but he didn't say it was a sin. And then uh, Ecclesiastes, I said, if if she goes not as thou, oh, I can't read my own writing. There's just many of them, but 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 the main one I did find was Matthew five thirty one through thirty two. It says all that. Then it says except on the grounds of. Uh, sexual immorality, that's the one you just spoke. But in the beginning, the word says, in the beginning, divorce was not an issue because of the heart. God says, because of the hardness of man's heart. And we have to remember back then, that was a different era. Men, men view women as property. They didn't love, I mean, they just, men had three and four, five and six different wives. We can't do that now. I mean, some, you know, other culture, but. But my thing is, regardless if you're married, single, divorced, we're under grace now. Mm-hmm. And and I don't believe, like I'm, I'm going to tell you, I've been married twice. And then I'm looking, I mean, I'm praying the Lord bless me again. I don't feel that if I marry, meet someone, blah, 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 that I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an adulteress. Because once I came on the, whatever I've done in my past, once I came back, came to Jesus, and was washed in his blood, mm-hmm. I'm new. Amen. I'm new. I mean, Amen. If, if that's the case, nobody will find nobody, including mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, that is one of the, there's so many different, because back in, back in Moses' days, if, if he didn't, if her husband didn't like the way she did her hair, he could divorce her. Mm-hmm. And and he was they was divorcing so much. Moses took this to God, and God gave him permission to tell him, okay, write her a little thing and and hand it to her, welcome and hand it to her, and let her go. But if you write the, the decree of whatever divorcement divorce, you had to take care of her. You were saying, okay, I'll take care of her because back then women didn't work. That's mm-hmm. what happened to to uh, Ruth and Naomi. They they boys died. Her boys, her husband died. You know, thanks for Boaz, thank God for Boaz, but and that's the case, she she shouldn't have married Boaz. Because if she was still going by that mosaic, not it wasn't really a law, whatever that came came. It's, that's difficult. That if that's the case then you know, I wouldn't I, you know, I wouldn't have my beautiful son by my second husband, you know, just so much in that. Mm-hmm. And we we put too much emphasis on I think ninety nine percent of the world is divorced. 
Mm. Got second wife, third wife. Who was that? Marilyn Monroe. She had nine wives. I'm just, I mean, husbands. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say. Only thing I can say that your question is divorce or sin? No. Then I'm out of it. <laughs> Amen. Drop the mic. Amen. Everybody, <laughs> if, you, if you got a pencil, piece of paper, write down 1 Corinthians 7. 14 through 15. This is going to be the first scripture we read. I think first I got Corinthians. That one too. First I do. Corinthians. First Corinthians. Seven. I have. You I have it? it? Sharon. Didn't I, Sister Sharon? Oh, gosh. So, yes, you did. So, yes. So, the scripture says, for the unbelieving husband has been sanctified through his wife. Right. And the unbelieving wife has been sanctified through the unbelieving husband. Mm-hmm. For otherwise, your children would mm-hmm. be unclean. I have a mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But as it is, they are holy. Yet the unbeliever leaves, let it let be so. Mm-hmm. So what Paul is saying is abandonment is... No, God, allow for divorce. So he's saying, right. if they want to go, let them go. Just let them go. You Stop holding on to people who don't want to be with you. I remember my my crazy grandpa. I, I remember my mama used to say, my grandpa said, uh, 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 "Skip." <laughs> he used to say, "F who you like, like who like you." Mm-hmm. Right, mama? Did I say it right? Yep, that's correct. That's how he used to say, okay. So what Paul is saying, if some, if they want to leave, let them leave. That's, a, that's grounds for divorce. So the brother or the sister is not bound in such circumstances. God has right. called us to live in peace. In peace. He's not, he's not telling you, oh, baby, see, 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 we want to be like Keith Sweat. We want to beg, baby, 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 please don't go. But God is saying, no, hit the road, Jack, but don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Let him go. Please, Lee. Amen. Yes. Amen. Please. (laughs) That's the first, that's the first, the first Way of the divorce, he says. He said, if, if they want to leave, let them leave. Now, the law of Moses allowed divorce and actually commanded divorce for breaking any of these three marriage vows. Here go three marriage vows, he says, for divorce. Write down Exodus 21, 9, and 11. It says, so Exodus 21, 9, and 11, it says, a husband who reduced or didn't provide food, clothing, or marital rights to his wife was required divorce in cases where man reduced his wife to a slave or tried to sell her. So what Moses is saying is, brother, if you don't treat her like the queen that she is, then you need to let her go so she can find somebody else to love her. He had to let her go to go get freedom to marry someone else to love her. The husband couldn't treat his woman any old type of way, which a lot of us need to stop allowing these suckers to treat us any old type of way. There was a there was a there was a 
there was a way that he had to treat had a certain vision. He said, look here, just because she got your last name, just because you the head of the household don't give you any right to just treat her any old type of way. He said, if you ain't going to treat her right, let her find somebody who will. The husband only had two choices, either care for her properly or let her go. Right. That's an exodus. So you see, the husband couldn't treat his woman any way he wanted. She was either a wife with rights or she had to be set free. So either he loved her or she has to be let go. The Bible says, let her go then. If you're not going to love her, if you're not going to treat her like God treats her, then she, you got to let her go, my brother. That's also in Ecclesiastic 25 and 26, Pastor. Let her go. It says she can remarry, though. It said let her go to remarry. I don't remember recall seeing that. No, 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 no. It doesn't say specifically let her go to remarry. It says set her free. Set her free. So for someone to take care of her, which means she would have to get married again. He would have to still take care of her even though he set her free. It says that in here. He would still have to take care of her because to death do you part. And you know, the divorce, she can't. Okay, go ahead and finish. I'm sorry. No, no, you, you, you find me, Sharon, because, because if, 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 if you read it, it doesn't, it, it says either he treats her right or he frees her. He doesn't because the, because the problem is he wasn't taking care of her. So if he's not going to take care of her. The law of Moses says, then she has to be set free. He, 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 he's no longer he's no longer her his, his he's no longer her responsibility because he wasn't doing right is what it says in the law of Moses he has to set her free either he treats her he only has two choices care for her properly or let her go he can't he can't he can't just keep her and abuse her and 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 use her and treat her like a rug the law of Moses says either brother either you gonna do what because remember God is God created marriage so he's saying either you gonna treat her the way I ordained her to be treated or you let her go and find some and she can find somebody who gonna love her right because he because the man has broken those vows he ain't taking care of her he ain't providing for her and he ain't loving her Mm-hmm. Same thing in 2022, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and, and also in the New Testament, God honored marriage, but in the New Testament, where he gave the husband the command to love your wife as God loves the church. I, I was looking for that. I can't find that scripture. And so that, that scripture was made for man to honor God and in honoring God, honor your wife and love your wife. Amen. Amen. And that's what, and that's what Exodus is telling us here. He's saying, if you're not going to honor by, by, see, you honor God by treating your wife the way God would have you treat her. That's honoring God. And what God is saying, if you're not going to honor her, then let her go. You only have two choices. The, the scripture says he only has two choices. Either he care for her or he let her go. Mm. There's nothing, there's, there is no middle ground. Either he cares for her or he let her go. Is what it says. Well, so, it sometimes is. our interpretation, sometimes our interpretations on how we use the words is not exactly what it means in those times. So, I mean, there are other scriptures in there, but it, it doesn't, you know, 
because you know we have we have plum and apples now plum cots you know we have those things so it's how we interpret what is saying according to what we do is how we interpret you know what I mean if I live one way and you live one way I'm going to interpret things differently based on how I live to justify how I live no, that, 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 that's true. That's true. But the vows are being made very plain and clear. He says, clothe her, feed her, and love her. If you don't do those things, he says, let her go. That, that has nothing to do with how we live. Those are just three of the vows, he said. He said the husband has to follow these three vows. Provide food, clothing, and marital rights. If not, then you have to let her, he, he, let her go. Let her go. Now, and, 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 and and say that one is, 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 is not cool. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 21, 11 through 14, it says, if you notice among the captives a beautiful woman and are attracted to her, you may take her as your wife, bring her into your home, have her shave her head and trim her nails and put aside the clothes she was wearing when captured. After she has lived in your house and mourned her father and mother for a month, then you may go to her and be her husband and she may be your wife. If you are not pleased with her, let her go wherever she wishes. You must, you must not sell her or treat her as a slave since you dishonor her. That's Deuteronomy. 21, 11 through 14. Again, he's saying, if you're not going to treat her right, my brother, let her go. Let her go. <laughs> you've already dishonored her by how you've treated her, by how you have uh, 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 conducted yourself with her. Let her go. Deuteronomy, let me see here. Deuteronomy 21, 11 and 14. And to me, my interpretation, if I'm wrong, somebody's helped me out, but this sounds like abusive marriages. When a woman has no voice and no power, all she can do is obey. And when a man chooses to be abusive, he breaks the covenant. An abusive man forfeits the right to remain married. Yeah, but the men are the one who are teaching us. Yes, I do too. The men are the one who are teaching us, right? Teaches, Teaches all according to the scripture. Amen. And they're teaching us. Let's see, where is it at here? They misuse the word submissive, right? So right. we'll use the word submissive as being basically, like you said, a slave, the servant to the man. Right. You know, they don't take the women's, um, even, you know, the women's feelings under consideration. They're caring or whatever they need. They work from sun up to sundown. Men can come home and rest and do whatever. So when they said to be submissive is that what the man teaches the woman in the world is basically just what you're saying that for the man to let her go for you know if you're not going to take care of her you're not going to do these things but let her go let her go but then she goes to another man and end up being the same thing because being submissive well well being submissive and 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 right in in 2022 first of all a couple is married if a man is doing what if your husband is doing what he's supposed to do according to the the law of, of the Bible, the law of God, a woman ain't gonna have no problem being submissive. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's what any time. That's what any time, but, yeah. but sometimes that people are taught is one way that really how it's all in how they interpret the word submissive. But you know, 2022 is reason why we have a lot more divorces in 2022 because people say, I'm just gonna divorce you because. I don't like the way you comb your hair. You know, they have all these these, right. these 
these things. So is that okay to divorce for those reasons? No. So will that be a sin then? Maybe so. Maybe I don't so. know because, you well, know. we're going to get so, there. We're going to get okay. there. We're going to get there because that's, that's, that's a good point, Ms. Sharon. Would that be a sin? Now, the, the, the Apostle Paul, and, and, and you're right, ain't he? Because the, the Bible tells the man, if he does what he's supposed to do, everybody else will fall in line. See, if their head ain't that's, right, that's just human nature. ain't right. That's human nature, really. I just said when that. it comes to people, to, when it comes to a male and female, yes. uh, loving, intimacy, caring for each other, if a husband man is doing what he's supposed to do, a woman gonna submit. It's in our DNA. Right. And technically, we gotta quit saying submitting. She's not submitting to him. She's submitting to what God has said. Yeah, well, that's the problem. But we keep saying to him because he, because we as men have to submit to the Father. We have to go to him. It's all. It's all done in decent in order you know where the marriage come in at and the marriage is 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 uh being led by god see Amen. that's that's where divorces come in at because out of one person is not on one accord with what the bible says Simple. you know that's why Simple. god god ordained marriage he didn't want he didn't want uh he, he do hate divorces and but yes. divorces come because a man or the woman do not want to do the proper things or not doing the proper things that's caused for a marriage to work. It, it's it's work and it's work every day. It's so work. so that means the scriptures that we just got done reading. What did Paul say? He said, "Brother, if you're not going to do the proper things to cause the marriage to work, what did he say? Let her go." Right. Right. Well, you said what Paul said, but that's what God says. Hmm? Well, God don't want Paul. nobody to, God don't want nobody, I don't think, to be in an abusive relationship. Okay? Well, Amen. Well, Paul Amen. got the, that's where Paul, Paul got that. If, if, if God had not given Paul permission to put, to say that, Paul wouldn't have. Paul put that in there. That the, Amen. The, the, law, Amen. The, the, Amen. the law of Moses was given by God. Moses just didn't wake up and say, I'm going to put this in here without God's permission. He had to get permission from the king of kings. That, that's God's word. What Moses, the law, the law of Moses, that comes from, from the father. What Paul spoke on, that comes from the father. That, that's what God well, said. Well, you know, so, so if this, okay, if you marry, if you're, if you're a saved man, and you see a woman you want to marry, you marry that woman knowing how she is. And then later on, you choose to divorce her. Would that be right to do when you was okay, when a person's okay, not you, but a person is okay with how their life was when they married them, you know, or, or you know, you, your wife, because you women, you know, the wife wore braids and then all of a sudden, 10 years later, five years later, the husband don't like it anymore. He loved it before. Does that ground? You know, it's things that are. If a person commit adultery, then you say, "I forgive you." Do you use that uh, for that? You forgive that adultery to stay together as grounds to divorce later on. That's a good point. You but know, we gonna uh, get there. Oh, you well, right, Miss Sharon. Okay. Those are good questions. We gonna get there because I I I see where you at. We gonna get there. That's coming. 
Now, the Apostle Paul, Sharon on it, the Apostle Paul told the believers in Corinth to end their association with sexual immorality, drunk, emotional, or financially abusive people. Now, first, now here's another one. 1 Corinthians 5, 11, and 12 says, but now I am writing to you that you must not associate with anyone who claims to be a brother or sister, but is greedy, has idols, slanders, a drunkard or a swinder. Do not even eat with such people. Don't be unequally yoked. There's another thing here. We, we are, a lot of us in relationships in the marriage and we are unequally yoked. Paul told the church, hey, you do not need, don't, he said don't even eat with them. If, if their spirit is not of the spirit of God, he said, don't even eat with them. Separate yourself from them. Amen. Hey, the Bible says in 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying his powers, have nothing to do with such people. We can love them, forgive them, and still follow the biblical commandments to get away from them. We are not called to hate them. We can divorce or separate or walk away. Mm. Again, if Paul is telling the church, stay away from these people. Preach. Why would God want you to marry these people? And when he says stay away, he's saying... Y'all need to quit inviting these people to Thanksgiving dinners. Stop going to Christmas dinners with these folks. Stop going out drinking Starbucks with these people. You can still be a child of God, and I can love you from a distance. I can pray for you from a distance. I don't have to have you in my circle. I don't have to have you in my space, and I don't have to have... Stop it. He said, stay away from these people. You got a lot of... Now, look here. I done read off a whole bunch of things he said in the end days. He said, nope. he said again, in the end days, people are going to be lovers of themselves. Cut them off. Lovers of money. Cut them off. Boastful. Cut them off. Proud. Cut them off. Abusive. Cut them off. Ungrateful. Cut them off. Unholy. Cut them off. Without love. Cut them off. Unforgiving. Cut them off. Slanderous. Cut them off. Without self-control. Cut them off. Brutal. Cut them off. Not lovers of good. Hit the roll. Treacherous. Hit the roll. Rash. Hit the roll. Conceited. Hit the roll. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Hit the roll. So God is saying you need to not have nothing to do with people like that. That's being in the midst of unequally yoked. And what happens when you are with somebody or in a relationship with somebody unequally yoked? It causes chaos and confusion. It causes drama. It causes domestic violence. People going to jail. People getting things thrown at them. It causes hurt feelings, broken homes. He says, distance yourself from that. You got all yeah. these Christians and religious people. We think we got to be nice to all the mean people. You know how you being nice when you praying for their spirit and the comfort of they in your home and they in the comfort of their home. That's how you being nice. Now, yeah. nowhere in here does it say I got to get you a Christmas gift or send you a thank you card. All he says is I, just, <laughs> I need to separate myself from you, not hate you, but love you. And the best way to love you is to pray for that spirit in you. 
That's what he says. So we are called. We are not called to hate them. He tells us to separate ourselves. So maybe they will learn their lesson when they lose a spouse. See, of course. Now, again, we're going to, you know, some, some folks going to say, well, Jamal, what does that have to do with marriage and divorce? That doesn't make sense. But I, I will say to you, if God wants the church to reject them, how can he ask a spouse to tolerate more than God does? Amen. 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 I should have heard everybody say amen. Let me read that again. Hold on. Let me read. If God doesn't want the church to, if God doesn't want the church to put up with them, why would he want a husband or a wife to put up with somebody that has those spirits in them? He wouldn't do it. That's why he tells us, don't be unequally yoked. Amen. Back up. I got to divorce you because your spirit ain't right. Uh-uh. I got I, 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 I to gotta get away from you because your spirit ain't right. And remember, who was the first one who did divorce? God divorced Israel. He said, I got to get away from y'all. Y'all don't lonely. Y'all cheating on me. Y'all ain't doing nothing I told y'all to do. Let me find me a new people. The okay. yeah. yeah, God. See, God found him a new wife. Who is it? Everybody on this phone. Amen. He married to you now because his other people wasn't right. Now, the Bible says, and me and Sister Pat talked about this the other day. The Bible says in Matthew 3 and 10, even now the axe is laid to the root of trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit, cut it down and throw it in the fire. So all of your sorry relationships, sorry marriages that's not producing anything good, the Bible says cut it off and throw it in the fire. Preach. Amen. Amen. So you can stay in a relationship that ain't producing nothing. That's on you. But God said, if you still looking for apple trees and, and the apple tree ain't grown and it's been three years, he said, I left the axe by the tree, cut it off and throw it in the fire. Get rid of it. Amen. Be done. You got a lot of relationships that ain't developed nothing. All it's developed was pain and agony and drama and chaos and confusion. God says, look, it ain't producing. Now, what is it supposed to produce? It's supposed to produce the fruit of the spirit, love, peace, joy, goodness, meekness, temperance, and faith. If you in a marriage on a relationship right now and ain't producing none of that, you better go and get your axe, cut it off, and throw it in the fire and move forward. That's right. Amen. 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 That's what the owner says, Sister Pat. The owner says, I planted, I protected it, I cared for it, and yet it hasn't produced no fruit. I'm going to cut it down. I've been coming and looking for fruit for the last three years, and I haven't found none. I cut it down. Amen. So for all my beautiful women that's waiting for that man to ask you to marry you and he ain't walked you down the aisle and it's been three years, two years, it's time to cut it down. All my brothers in in that relationship with that young lady and she's still doing what she's doing and she still ain't made the changes that she was going to make. God says, I left the axe right there, cut it off and throw it in the fire. See, that's what God is saying. God is saying, if he said, look here, I'm not telling you to keep any relationships that don't produce. See, anybody you connected with should be producing good fruit in your life. If you in a marriage and you and you and you go to work miserable, there's you better start looking at that tree. 
What's, what's growing on this tree? Because some of us ha have rotten apple trees in our relationships. Some of us in rotten relationships. You better cut it off. You better cut it off. Some of us are delusional. We think we got an apple tree in our marriage, but it's really a lemon. It's sour. You better cut it off. Throw it in the better throw it in the fire. Now, Pastor Jamal, I have a question. Uh, if 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 I may. Go ahead, sir. Uh, it, you know, I, I know the Bible talks about husband loving the wives, like Christ of the church. So, you know, we always think of love as, as sexual. But when I begin to read it, uh, there was one thing it said, uh, love is patience. Yes. You know, is is kind, doesn't yes. keep track of wrong. In, in saying that, how long should the spouses wait, you know, for if they decide to get a divorce for that to happen? Because even with us, God is patient with us, you know, time. two years, three years. It could be different times with different people, you know, 20 years. You know, is there a time frame that, you know, those spouses would uh, take to get that divorce if they so happen to be, knowing that they should be patient with each other? They is, and this, and, and this is why, this is where we get ourselves in trouble. That's why we go to God. That's why he said, mm -hmm. lean not on thy own understanding, because because he, he knows the time frame better than we do. Yeah, Father, he let, he'll let time. you know. Mm -hmm. Time, God, leave me. Order my steps. So I would go to God for, for that because, to your point, God is patient with us. But and he, here's my problem with the church. But guess what? God is patient, but He also will step away from your butt. He also will take yes, His sir. hands away. He also will take His hands off of you. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yes, God is patient. Yeah. But God ain't, you know, we, we think God is going, no, no, no. He don't always just sit around and let us do what we, because, because at some point God said, look here, if that crack is more important than me, I'm a step away. Because remember what he did to Israel. Israel said, we want to be like the rest of the world. We want a king. And what did God do? God took his hands off of Israel. And then they started crying. They said, we don't want a king no more. Please come and get us back. So even God has a certain time limit on when he will take his hands off of you and step back from you just like the prodigal son guys he said i'm gonna let you go son if you want to go to the mud go to the mud i'm gonna step back off of you but see god is patient but more importantly god when you're ready to come back god is there that's what we have to get because he don't just sit back and no god say well if you don't want me i'm gonna go to the next person Mm -hmm. That's what I love about God. He don't force himself on you. God is not a stalker. He gonna say he he said I I, I came. Oh. You said no. I'm gonna hit the door and I'm gonna That's move right. on to somebody else. And so what what I would say as far as that, I would seek God's wisdom. I would seek God's knowledge so that I can make sure that I'm doing everything in His will. Because remember, the Bible tells us not to be anxious. Sometimes. We get in a bad relationship. Sometimes we have one argument in a relationship and we want to call it quits. Yes, sir. Amen. <laughs> Go seek the father. Father, what would you have me do? How yes. would you have me handle it? So that's what I would say. I would seek God in that because he knows when the time is up. He knows when time is up. Some of us are staying in relationships too long because we haven't asked God. Time is up. It's over.
That season is done. So I would seek God, my brother. That, that's what I would do. Seek him. He'll make it plain that's and clear. It. It's done. That's it. I got That's why divorce is happening because people are not um, seeking God. Somebody say something. I, I, I said because oh, people are not seeking nobody. God, that's why. Uh, can, you hear, can you hear me now? Can you Pastor hear me, Jamal? Pastor? I can't hear. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Pastor can't hear. Okay. Pastor Jamal, okay. um, you're right. The reason why divorces are happening is because people are not seeking God on what exactly. to do in the situation. Mm-hmm. Now I want to say, I want to say this. Um, um when God took his hand off of Israel, they suffered, wanted him back, right? So he took yes. them back. And then we did it again. And guess what happened? We wiped our memory clean. We ended up here. We ended up somewhere we ought not have been for all these 400 years. So, but I will say this, out of, out of what I do know, prayer does change things. I've, uh, from experience of, in my family, abusive person, um, alcoholism, uh, physically abusive, verbally abusive, you know, growing up in, in, in a family. And then when prayer started happening, that person changed. 180. And things began to, you know, it took time, but it happened. But people are don't are so impatient, they don't want that change. You Amen. know, they don't want it. They're just ready to go because why? It's easy because um, if the law of the land says you got to go according to scripture, there wouldn't be a lot of divorces. You got to co- go to God, it wouldn't be a lot of divorces. But because Amen. it makes it so easy to happen... Mm-hmm. It happening. It's happening. That's why people marry four and five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times because they're going after the flesh and not after the spirit. All right. Amen. 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 After after the flesh and Amen. not the, and, and and not the spirit. Um. Okay. So again, it comes back to your relationship with God. Where's your relationship with God at? Because also, too, church folks, there's some people that are not of God's that are not going to change. I want y'all, okay, because there's not everybody going to heaven. Y'all know that, right? Not everybody. The devil has children too, okay? Mm-hmm. So you can pray for a lot of folks. Because remember, the Bible says, don't waste your pearls on swine. There's some people that ain't going to change. There's mm-hmm. some people you got to get away from because the devil has children too. No, they don't have long tails and pointy high ears, but there's some folks you got to see. See, remember, the, ba- the Bible tells us to be balanced at everything. That's the one thing that scares me about my church people. We think that we can just pray for everybody and everybody going to turn around. No, if that's the case, then this would be a beautiful world. That ain't the case. Some folks are the devil and you have to get away from. And God has shown you a door and you need to run through that door when God has given you the door to run through. Now, there is some people who can change through prayer with patience, like you, like us. But there is some folks who are not meant. Because remember, God says, all those that are in my hand, they haven't been plucked away. But remember, not everybody's in his hand. Some folks are not his. Now, the Bible, now many people fear 
They've committed sin that God, when they divorce, that God will not forgive them and they feel there is no hope for them no matter what they do. And Satan would like more than to keep people laboring under that misconception. But here, the only unforgivable sin is blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Everything else God has forgiven. He's forgiven you being high in that crack house. He's forgiven you for sleeping around. He's forgiven you for being drunk. He's forgiven you for being a liar, a manipulator, a cheater, a wretched, trifling, evil mother sucker. He has forgiven you for all of that. The only thing God cannot forgive you for is rejecting Jesus. Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. That's it. That's the only thing. Mm -hmm. So whether divorce is a sin or not, I got forgiveness. Amen. He gonna forgive me. Because think about this too. A lot of y'all may have gotten to marriage with somebody before you even knew God. Amen. Mm. Amen. Amen. Because you were serving yourself. That may not even be the man or the woman God had chosen for you. Jesus. But because you was a horny dog, you just got with the first thing that felt good. And now God is saying, come on, let me bring you out. Because this ain't good for you. Wow. Amen. See? But there are people that yeah. don't know. There are, a lot of people, there are people that are married that unequally yoked will not interfere with who they worship, who they go to. You know, they don't interfere with any of that. That, they take care of home. When you go to church, I'm going to sit here. You know, you serve God, I'm not. But they allow see, God, they, they don't interfere with their relationship with God. But how do we know that's what God wants for you? Because he you may not. When people, get married, when people get married, when you get married, if you're married, if you're unequally yoked, you shouldn't get married anyway. So you're unequally yoked. You're, you're going to, you get married anyway. That's what you wanted, period. You can't but what if I'm being that. led by the flesh? Well, if I'm being led by the fresh, if I'm living in darkness, I don't know what I want. Because remember, my heart lies. Because remember, the Bible says the, the heart is a liar. The scripture always, you know, the scripture said the husbands free their wives. Is that in the squares the scripture that says wives can free their husbands? We about to get there. What does it say that? Well, okay, well, well, okay. we 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 about to get there. We okay. we about to get there. Because the Bible again, the Bible says only the yo yo your only sin that you can't be forgiven for is blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, which is mentioned in Mark 3, 22 and 30, and Matthew 12, 22 slash 32. Jesus yeah, said, Truly, I say to you, people can be forgiven for all their sins, every mm -hmm. sin they slander, mm -hmm. but when they blaspheme against the Holy Spirit, they will never be forgiven. Yeah. Because God has provided us for salvation in his son. But we, yeah, that's true. But we intentionally, even with the divorce, if we divorce our wives or our husbands and the husband mm -hmm. goes off and go find another woman, he's causing that woman not only to commit adultery, but also fornicate. He's committing adultery. He's fornicating. Which is, a, wife to which is a forgivable sin. It's a forgivable, absolutely, but why cause that sin anyway? What if, what if, what if I put myself in that position without God's permission? How many situations have you put yourself in that God had to forgive you for? Because you put yourself in that. You know, we all we have every you know day. What we do? You know what we do? We find scriptures to support that. Support what we do. We'll find scriptures to support what we do. We find some script scriptures to prove that our lifestyle is okay, even though we're living according to God in our marriage, in our divorces. Well, that's all a of sin. Those things, yeah, that's a we sin. Find, find scriptures, scriptures to, support to support that. 
That's a sin. Yes. Yes, that's a sin. But, we, but, we do but, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. find a, a scripture mm-hmm. to keep me someplace I shouldn't be. Can I read something? Go ahead, Auntie. Okay. It says biblical reasons for divorce. In Malachi, God made it very clear how he feels about divorce. When he joined two sinful individuals together, they are to be together into death. In the wedding vows, you said, for better or for worse. Hold on, Auntie. Hold on. You said when God does what? When he joins. Stop right there. Now, here's the problem. When God joins, a lot of us have not gotten God in the midst of our marriage. We have joined. That it had a lot of our relationships have nothing to do with God. He said, so, so, so when he, he said, we said, when God joins, when Mm -hmm. so, and and remember, he says, whatever I put together, I put together, let no man separate. He didn't say what you put together. He said what he puts together because you could be with somebody that is not ordained for you. So if he wants to break it up, God have your way. Because uh-huh. I was being led by the flesh. I was being led by my heart. See, a lot of us got married. A lot of us got in relationships not led by God, but what was led between our legs. That was our God. And now God is saying, look, that wasn't good for you. I got something better for you. How many times have God gotten you a new car that you thought was the best car for you? A new job, a new house. See, God always takes away the things of, that we thought was good and replaces it with something else he said now if if you break up something that god has put together then hey ain't nothing i can do for you but if you didn't put together something that has nothing to do with god and god says i'm separating this you would be sinning against him because how you gonna tell god well no god i want this god is saying no you surrender to me this is no longer i i don't have this for you. I have something better for you. I have something uh, uh, awesome for you because the, the marriage is about God putting it together. That's what we have to get. God has to put it together. Just mm-hmm. because you feel like it's good doesn't mean it's meant by God. He has to put it together. Did God unite you? Did God put that ring on that finger? Was that you? If it was you, then God can separate it. But if God put it together, he said, don't let no one take it apart. That's why he said, I take two and make one. But he said, I, I take two. Not everything we've done has been led by God. And I agree with that. But I I also believe that God can take Two people that are married, that is not saved or don't even know God, and that they can live, they can live a, a you know, be in a good marriage and a good relationship because they learned about Jesus Christ together. You know, because mm-hmm. God knows mm-hmm. what we gonna do before we even do it. And mm-hmm. and I mean statistically, Man. statistically, Absolutely. if we want to go statistically. Uh, thinking or whatever, most people, I'm gonna say in my era, most people that had gotten, that have, you know, been married or uh, 10, 10, 20 years ago, I mean, we might, I mean, we was, I mean, I was going to church, but I didn't know God like I knew him now. You know, mm-hmm. I got married, I got married at 16. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm saying, you know, a lot of people that God has put together, a lot of people that are together, 
even mm-hmm. now, God mm-hmm. just blessed them over the years, mm-hmm. you know, and they stuck it out through the mm-hmm. better and the worse. They, they, they mm-hmm. learned their way, mm-hmm. God's way. They learned their way and mm-hmm. people can do that, you know. Amen. Amen. But that means you have to see. And so that means you have to have a relationship with God. Both parties have to get a relationship with God. But what I'm saying is not everybody in a marriage is trying to get a relationship with God. See, you got to have that that, that relationship. See, your marriage can't change if there's no God. He's the transforming power. He's the delivering power. You can be a great wife and have a sorry husband, no matter how much you cook or how much you lay up in the bed with him. If there's no God, there is no change. Your booty is not that good. It has to be God. He's the transformer. He's the changer. If God is not in the household, the household stays divided. The the head has to be, see, the head has to be right. The head Amen. has to be right. We, 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 we if we're going right. to be married, the man got to be submissive to God. The man right. has to be surrendering to God. How are and we going to have, the, how are we going to have a good house and the man ain't right, but we shocked that the kids are acting a fool. Well, daddy ain't right. God has Amen. it set up. He has a set up. Per- if you got a headache, your whole body ache. God, yeah. and that's what God is. I saying. just talked about that today. Oh gosh. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're right. So we even so in yes. the church, it's the same way. The church, if the head ain't right, the body of the church. The ain't body, right. if, if pastor the ain't right, cheating, the church gonna be acting if the fool. Pastor's cheating, the church is cheating. The church you is know? cheating. You got a gotta headache, be. you gotta lay down, but your arm is broke, you still can move around. So. You can still move around. So as as in a marriage, we have to make sure God is in the midst. No matter what marriage it is, God has to be in the midst in that marriage. He has to be somewhere but, in there. He has to be. Yeah. But no I, God, you're gonna have a struggling marriage. <laughs> I've seen I've seen a lot of times also that you go up to God and you promise God. Now that's why I tell people don't go to the justice of the peace because you end up back there. But because they're not about God. But people stand in front of pastor and say that they're gonna do honor, obey, do whatever in God's eyes to death do them part. A lot of times when a person's trying to live right and that person is keeping that person from living right. Death will do them part. It will yes. happen that way. That's why Death he says do don't part. be so, unequally yoked because so, so, but he's at the trying to avoid equally. At the time, you you feel that you're equally because you, yes. you may not be believers, but you believe in marriage under God at the same time, but you don't understand the concept of it, especially when you have a family that you, you know, understanding it. You know, it's, it's I don't know. It's, yes. um, yeah, because, then, because without the knowledge, see, when you, when you get knowledge, of the goodness of God, your mindset changes, things yeah. change. See, uh-huh. what y'all used to do used to be fun, but the one mate want to get high. You said, I don't get high no more. God's delivered me from that. Yeah. And now the devil's in the midst. He said, okay, I can cause chaos and confusion. But here's my main point. This, this is where the sin is. The sin is what is your motivation for divorce? That's mm-hmm. the sin. Yeah. That's the sin. See, yeah. Yeah, we all get married, but why did you get married? As the as the movie would say. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 I made vows for God, but guess what? God knows my heart when I made those vows. He mm-hmm. might say, Jamal didn't know what the heck he was talking about making these vows with me. This poor boy, he a fool. 
Talking mm-hmm. about he'll never leave nor forsake. He don't even know what none of that means. First mm-hmm. Samuel 16 and 7 says, God does not look at the appearance, but God, man sees the appearance, but God looks at the heart. God looks at your heart. The heart in the scripture is a person's immoral and spiritual life. Proverbs 4 and 23 says that every everything we do flows from the heart. God does not judge us by our outer behavior or our our acts like man does, God looks at your motivation behind your act. So when you put money in the offering basket and you helping people feed people at during Thanksgiving, he don't give a John Carl Van Dang about that. He cares about why you doing it. Are you doing it so you can take pictures and put it on Facebook? Are you doing it so you can stand up and say, everybody, look what I gave an offering. God looks at your heart. Why are you getting the divorce? Why are you getting married? What's in your heart? We need to always check our motives to see why we are doing what we're doing. If I'm divorcing you because I'm tired of you hitting me upside my head, I'm sure God don't got a problem with that. Mm-hmm. If I'm divorcing you because you just a cheater, a liar, a cheater, a heartbreaker, I'm sure my God won't have a problem with that. Now, if I'm divorcing you because I got a side chick, well, I got a problem. God going to say your heart ain't right. Your motives ain't right. Well, you, you ain't doing this for the right reason. See, many of us are doing the right things, but we're doing it for the wrong reasons. Let that sink in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing a lot of good, oh, you're doing a lot of awesome stuff, but the reasons are wrong. We need to check our motives. God isn't, isn't concerned about our actions as he is with the intentions behind it. God is concerned about why we do what we do. Why, why do you give to the poor? Why? Why do you want to get divorced? God can care less about the good works you do. He's concerned about your motives. Your motive is your motivation behind what you do. God is looking at your motivation. So if you are getting a divorce to save your life, again, I don't think God going to have a problem with that. But if you get divorced because you want to take all his money or take all her money, that's where the sin comes in. You're not right. doing right. right. You're not doing right. Your sin, your, 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 your spirit ain't right. You trying to do you, you, you trying to be slick and slithery. The Bible says in Proverbs 16 and two, people may be pure in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their motives. What are your motivation for divorce? What's your motivation? Why you get, oh, well, he, he, he ain't taking care of me. Like, okay. Or he, he, he's abusing my children. Okay. I'm sure God won't have a problem with that. I'm sure he won't. There's some things some people can't change. I'm sure the God that we serve, who, 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 who wants to protect us and keep us, won't have an issue with some of the reasons that some folks have gotten a divorce. Now, some of the motivations for getting a divorce, God is definitely shaking his head. God knows if selfishness lies beneath the surface. You better be careful about what you're doing, why you're doing. Why are you letting people stay in your house? Why are you going to pick people up? Why are you up here giving money to the man on the corner? God knows selfishness. He can mm-hmm. smell it. You doing that for your own. So God can discern the thoughts and intentions of our heart. He looks at what promoted you to do what you did. The heart is what matters. So why are you getting divorced? That's the sin. That's the sin. The sin is your heart. Why are you getting married? Why are you getting married? Why are we getting married? 16 year old, 16 is a young age to get married. You don't even know how to drive yet. You don't even know how to make a steak yet. So God, so, so again, God, God is looking at the heart. He's looking at the heart. 
What is your heart? What is your motivation for what you do, what you do? That's the sin for divorce is your heart. What's your purpose? Why are you doing it? Are you doing it to be sneaky and slithery and demonic? Or are you doing it for another reason? For another reason. Because he tells you, he tells you there's some things in your life that you got to cut off. Cut off. What the Bible says, Sister Pat, he said, uh, cut the right hand off, cut the left hand off. It ain't doing right. If your left hand or right hand offends you, cut it off. Okay. He tells us, so again, he's telling us about, he's speaking about relationships when he speaks about yes, those I things. know that. Yeah. He's talking about relationships. So he's saying there's some people, there's some things in your life you got to cut off. See, maybe when you got, maybe when you got married the first time, you weren't saved. But now you are saved, but your partner might not be. You got some work to do. Because your partner could lead you on destruction. Because the Bible also says bad, bad behavior does what? Corrupt. Good morals. Good people. Okay. okay. Be careful. I know everybody. I, I mean, I know, you know, back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, everybody stayed and, you know, they, okay, that's fine. I don't, that, that might not be what God would have them to do. I think a lot of folks stayed because that was what the church was talking about. But again, you better be careful what you stand in. Because there's because the Bible also tells us that God opens doors for us, right? Mm-hmm. Here, let me make a way for you. Yep, by death. Got to be careful. Got to be careful. Well, well, I mean, Miss Shan, yeah, I, like I said, I, I wouldn't have an abusive woman stay in a bad marriage. Yeah. I wouldn't have her do that. Yeah. I don't care because because that's not that's not of God. Mm-hmm. I know that's the God. Uh, no, no, it's not of God. You're right. You're right. It's not of God. But I'm that's not I'm of God. Not, but I'm, I'm I'm in I'm in the era probably with your aunt and how I grew what I grew up right I met people where the husband and wife lived in two different houses they stayed married to the day they died right but the wife went to church or whatever and the man was living with his woman but he was still taking care of that wife's home he was still taking care of her home paying her bills everything they needed to do what she needed cutting her grass and everything but he was living with another woman that's they not do adultery. That a lot. Well, that is adultery. They commit adultery. That's no, that's adultery and fornication because the woman he's living with is fornicating and he's committing adultery, right? So that's, that's, that's two sins right there. That's so, a mess. That's yeah, not decency in order. But, but they do, they they do that. But then when the man gets sick, you know what he does? He goes to the wife to take care of him until the day he dies. And she takes him in. Why? Because he took care of her home and she never had to worry about nothing, even though he just want, didn't want to be with her no more. You know? And the other thing is these salt covenants people are doing. And the salt covenant in God, in order to get a divorce, you got to separate your salt. How do you do that? I think you, you can be I, abusive. I think the problem we're having is a lot of this stuff, man is, is adding unnecessarily. Because the Bible also said back in those days you could have a whole bunch of wives. We don't well, do that. I don't anymore. know. I don't know about that. Says that because he only gave Adam one wife. So I no, think, but 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 the scripture know. we just read, Paul 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 was talking about all the other wives they had. It says he said, he said you got to put them in wives, wives. He said, no, why? Well, he I thought he was talking to men. I think he was talking about men with their women, with their women meaning uh, as a whole, as wives, as plural, because plural my men and wives. Oh, mm-hmm. Because, but you know, because I don't know how a man can have well, he had, concubines because they went to war. Solomon and his wives, husbands, wives. Solomon had wives. Samuel, Samuel had, 
Yeah, Samuel had King a whole David. bunch of wives. He, he, he told him not, not to. Yeah, he had a whole bunch of wives. Yeah, but, had had, but we don't do that no more. Yeah, but we don't know what concubine really is. Concubines could be whatever the description of Webster gives us now. But there were men that went to war for right. the country they died. These wives had no husband to take care of them. So the mm -hmm. kings took them in. They took them in. So I don't know how one man can go around with 700 women. He don't have that kind of stamina. I don't know. Well, that don't mean he's sleeping with all of them. Well, he's got to take care of them. But yeah, but I don't think so. People are doing that to this day, having all these wives now. Right. And they want the wives to really take care of them because technically, you're supposed to have, you have these wives, you're supposed to have them in their own home. If you can't afford that, you shouldn't even bother. But nowadays, they're having all these wives to basically take care of them. You know, they claim to be. So, that's I don't look at it as that. that. Him having all these wives, as they said, because like I said, scripture, I would say what Holy Spirit told me about scripture, about the Bible, but I'm not. But he did say no man can teach you, only he can. So that's yeah, what he's right. Only right? he can. So, 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 so a lot of times scriptures are written, written, things are changed. Things are changed. Things are written according right. to how people want their lives to be. Right. At the and the Bible also tells us to obey the law of the land. Uh, but, unless but, it causes you to sin against God. Unless you cause you to sin against God. Him. If it causes you to it, sin against him, don't obey that law. If, if I may say something, mm -hmm. uh, if, if you don't mind, but it also says God is the same today, yesterday, and forever. Amen. So if we're going by God's law, his rules and his statues, we have to follow Amen. what God is doing. As Pastor Jamal just said, a lot of things uh, are happening because the government is coming in mm -hmm. and God is also not the author of confusion. So if, <laughs> so if, you know, uh, this marriage thing, uh, David had concubines, you know, mm -hmm. he took someone else's wife. The thing about David is he had a heart, heart of forgiveness. He right. was repentive, you know? So I think a lot of times the confusion is we're going by what the world says, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Amen. If you do, the love of the father is not what in you. So if we follow the biblical principles, um, most definitely all this stuff would, would, wouldn't even happen. Wouldn't, wouldn't even, if we follow, if we follow the biblical principles. And that's why we talk about the 10 commandments. The 10 commandments is what God is having us follow. Follow those commandments, follow those commandments. Uh, and then you're good. You're, 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 you're good to go. We got some folks to who, who do have 10 wives. Some people say that's bad. We got some folks who, <laughs> I mean, so we, everybody's doing different things that makes their life, as you said, Ms. Sharon, makes their lifestyle feel better. But I'm with my, like my brother said, if you are, God is not a God of confusion. If you are in a relationship that's full of confusion, that is not of God. Plain and Amen. <laughs> Plain and simple. I don't give a dang how long you've been married. I don't care if you, if God is not a God of confusion, he ain't going to have you in a relationship where it's full, where it's, where it's no love. If his love is not in the midst, that's not God. That is not. And, and if you don't believe so, ask the devil, because he kicked him out of heaven for that. God is not a God. God is a God of love, peace, joy. He would never have us in a relationship full of chaos and confusion. He said, I, I am the God of peace. I'm mm. a God of peace. Yeah, and, and, then, and then you got to remember, there's some things that you put yourself in that God hasn't put you in that God is trying to get you out of. Amen. Think about that now. There's That's some true. stuff. There's some things that God has not ordained <laughs> for you. 
that you put yourself in. And just because just because you thought it was right. But God is trying. How many things have God pulled you out of? I know there's a lot of relationships and a lot of situations that God has put me out of, have delivered me from. I said, oh, wow, I thought this was right. He said, no, it wasn't. (laughs) Get out of here. So God is not a God of confusion. He's a God of love. I don't know whether sin, whether divorce is a sin or not. What we do know is sin can be forgiven. That's what we do know. That God is a God will forgive you of your sin. God was the first one to divorce. He said, look here, I'm getting away from y'all because y'all are not living and loving me the way I want to be loved. That's why he got rid of his because they were not loving him correctly. And he said, hit the road. He kicked you. So, again, what I said last week is I believe if, if you are trying to get a divorce or you think it's time to get a divorce, then you need to don't come speak to me. Don't go go to the lawyer. Go to God. Mm-hmm. Bob, do you want me to stay? Because 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 if God wants you to stay, won't he make a way? Amen. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Ain't he able? Won't he, he do it? Amen. Yeah. He'll fix it. He'll fix it. He ain't gonna leave you in any place. Let you get beat up. And 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 then, and then God, God would not have you in a relationship with your husband. Also got another wife. That's that's confusion. Mm-hmm. That, he, he he said because because even God said he want to be the only one. So why wouldn't he want you to be the only one? Mm-hmm. Jealous. I don't know. I don't know. So mm-hmm. I believe that God, all, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 is the best verse. Lean not on thy own understanding. Always acknowledge him. He will order your steps. So any more questions or anything like that? Uh, we, we know our motives have to be right on whatever we do. We got to make sure our motives is right. We got to make sure our motives are right to get married. A lot of our marriages don't work because our motives weren't correct. That's another reason why our marriages don't, <laughs> don't work. We get married for the wrong reasons. We get married because someone told us to. We got folks get married because their parents told you, I want you to get married to this person. That has not, that's not God. So we have to do a better job on how we're doing, what we're doing. We got to make sure God is in the mix of the things that we do. Are you praying about your marriage? Now, Pastor, Pastor Jamal, I, I, I would like to say something that's, that's on my heart, if, if it's okay, uh, Pastor Go ahead, Jamal. young man. Uh, also, uh, as I look into the scripture, when I when I dug into marriage, you know, a long time ago, there was one that we were taught growing up. And and I think a lot of people in the church got married because their parents wanted them to or yes. they was afraid of uh, this yes. one verse. It says uh, it's better to marry than to burn. And to burn. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, sir. So, yes, so, sir. so a lot of people looked at that, took it to a place where. I have to get married now. Yes. If I don't, you know, it's it's gonna either put say their their parents or pastors. You know, people are gonna look at my my parents. Uh, pastors is bad. They're, right. they're no right. good. Uh, See, that's man made. That's man. They a man. That's man, man. Again, again, the white man told the slave, the the Bible says you must listen to your master. Man has taken a lot of these scriptures and manipulated them to not of God out of God. Yes, sir. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Because again, God, it it wasn't, it was Adam and Eve and not Adam, Eve and Ashley. It was Adam and Eve. I don't, I can't, somebody gonna have to sit me down. I do not believe that God God is a God of confusion. And and any woman, any woman, I don't know any woman that won't go, go want to share their husband with another man. Well, I remember going man that's gonna want to share their wife <laughs> with another because God 
because God didn't want to share. So that's not even in our spirit. That's why he says, have no other God but me. I'm a jealous God. I'm not sharing you with the world. I want you for myself. I, and I'm sure you feel that you have that same spirit because guess what? We were created in whose image? God's image, which means you have his spirit. So he ain't sharing nobody. So yeah, they may have did that in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, but that don't make it right. We do a lot of stuff now that ain't right. That's of man. Go ahead and get let God order your steps. Let God lead you. Make sure your motivation is correct. I don't like I said. God wants God wants the best for you. What did Jesus say? I've come to give you life and give it more abundantly. And part of giving you life is giving you peace and joy and all the relationships that you've connected yourself with and the relationships that you are in that's not producing fruit. You got the word. You heard what he said. He said, "Cut it off and throw it in the fire." Yeah. I'm not going to keep you around if you're not, because I tell you what, when you go to your garden, you see weeds, you, you pull the weeds out, don't you? Don't you? Don't you? You don't pull the weeds, you don't need the weeds there. You pull the weeds out, because the weeds ain't doing your garden any good. Right. You pull them out, and that's what God is saying. There's some relationships that we got to pull out. There's some people we got to get off out of our way and we can't be unequally yoked with everybody we have to start being yoked correctly and as we saw the other day sister pat post spirit got attacked because she was she was next to someone whose spirit was not of god amen it exhausted her poor first lady spirit got attacked yesterday she said all of a sudden i feel sad i said because your spirit is being attacked because of who you were just connected with got to mm -hmm. be careful Got to be careful. Brother Addis, where you at? He ain't on. I'm anywhere. right here. What's up? Go. You, you, I, you have some good stuff I wanted you to add before we leave. You were talking about oh. yesterday. Oh. Uh, you got to refresh my memory because we Don't have worry a, lot, about it. a lot of conversations. We did. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Heavenly Father, bless us tonight. Well, Pastor, Pastor yes, ma'am. I would like to put a, a little point on this one question that you asked as to why do people commit adultery? And we all know we're living, feel we live in the last days, but Matthew 24, 12 and 13 kind of addresses that answer why. And it says, and because iniquity should abound, the love of many shall wax cold. That means there's so much sin and stuff going on around us and in us and through us that the love, people don't love each other no more. And they said, but but he that shall endure to the end, then shall be saved, which that gives me hope. You know. So that that kind of addresses the question when you first started, you were saying, why do people commit adultery? I think that's what it was. Maybe I well, yeah, I yeah, said that. Well, I said, why, why is people getting divorced? And Ms. Sharon made a good point. People are getting divorced because they no longer want to be patient. They just want to hurry up and get out of things when things get hard. But also, don't forget, don't you, don't you do the same thing when things get hard with you? Don't you want to throw in the towel? You don't go yeah. pray first. You don't wait on God. You start getting yeah. depression. Some of us start smoking. Some of us start drinking. Some of us start losing our mind when things get hard. So we all have yeah. that same spirit. We all want, because we all want to divorce our problems, don't we? Don't we want to divorce our problems here? I, I, I don't want to deal with this trial. I don't want to deal with this tribulation. I don't want to deal with this mountain. I divorce you. None, we, we don't want to wait on God. We want to hurry up and get out the fastest, quickest way we can. But God told us to be still and know that I am God. 
I got to wait. Amen. Amen. I got to stand. Wait on his promises. And then granny used to say, he may not come when you want him, but he always comes on time. So anyways, thank y'all for Bible study. If you have any more questions, because I, I hope we learned something. I hope we get, got it. We got a lot of folks on this line who've been through a divorce. I've been through a divorce. Sister Pat talked about her divorces. We have a lot of folks who dealt with that. And we, you know, we just we 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 just got out of it, right, Sister Pat? We, <laughs> we just got out of it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I want to add Gomer Stay. <laughs> Amen. Gomer yeah. Stay. Go for stay. Yes, 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 yes. Go for stay. Uh, uh, um, so, yes, we we all folks who've gotten through the divorce. Maisha talked about her divorce. And so we've, we've got some folks who've been through a divorce. Uh, uh, um, Sister Pat, I'm, I'm assuming, like, you, you're not regretting what you did. Uh, you believe no. you were led by the Holy Spirit and so on and Amen. so forth. And, and for those who've been married for 20, 30, 40 years, God has blessed you. You should celebrate that every day you roll over and look at that person in the bed that's a blessing because that's what we all that's what we all want we all want Amen. that partner that life partner and we all want that so if you if you got that mate that you know that got your back that loves you the way god has ordained him or her to love you Amen. you are blessed you yes. are blessed and you got you a lot of folks blessed. on this phone that would change spots with you because that's what we are searching for we are searching for that helpmate. That's right. I'll just say yeah. that's all we want. We don't yeah. want we 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 don't want to be any we don't want to be with anybody that pulls me down. We don't want that. We want somebody that pulls right. us up, someone that can support yeah. us, someone that can comfort us, someone yeah. who treats us and loves us the way God has spoken. Yeah. So if you got that. Amen. cherish that love that person don't get boring and don't get lame go go get a rose go to the movie do something romantic because you are blessed and, and, and we got Amen. any men on this phone that got a wife the bible says for a man to find a wife he finds a good that's thing a good an thing. awesome thing an a marvelous amazing thing so love thing. your wife that's amazing that you found that someone who loves you through thick and thin loves you in your ugly days loves you when you're not on your a game that's a blessing amen that's a blessing amen. it is so if you marry hey that's a blessing. If you got divorced and you ain't married, what you start doing is praying for God to send you that person, to send you the person that's going to love you, send you the person that's going to treat you the way God wants you to be treated. And if you're not married, don't forget, you are married to God, though. So you better make sure you keep right. that marriage right before you worry about any other marriage. You better make sure you ain't cheating on him. Y'all have a blessed Thursday. <laughs> that's a big one. Y'all have a blessed mm -hmm. Thursday. Thursday <laughs> evening. We'll see y'all Sunday. Woo! We done, Alana. Ma'am. Amen. Amen. Good night.